This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Dawson Tire and Wheel, your premier ag tire and wheel provider in North America, helping people grow. Tractor Zoom delivered insights and dry shod boots, the official work boot of the Moving Iron Podcast. This week, I've got uh, the one and only Aaron Fennel with me here. We are going to, uh, shocker, we're going to talk about auctions and uh, see what else we got going on out there in the uh, in the countryside. Aaron, how you been, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Standing. It's, it's a it's an early summer morning here in the in the high plains. Early morn. Yeah. It's, it is I feel that. like I feel like you could make like when I'm on here, mm-hmm. we should do a double video, or we should probably do it together in the same like on the same camera, yeah. and we could have like a special made dice. That one side says combines, one side says planters, and the other side says auctions. It's like a <laughs> triangle-shaped dice. Yeah. And we just roll it. It's got to be like a presentation. You just shake it and throw it out yeah. on the table and be like, hey, combines. It's Woo! like a it's like a magic eight ball of, of topics. Right. There you go. Yeah. Only it could be like cue ball. Yeah. Just to be totally opposite. You know? Yeah, it could be. Shake it. And then when you when you get really long winded and off topic, then mm-hmm. we can just simply go, "Oh, scratch that one, get it?" Because we're using a cue ball. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's that's fair. Yep. Nice little pun there. That's good. Good job. I do. I I have some top level stuff. Yeah, that's that's high level. You should take that act on the road, man. I should. I should. That is top shelf. Top shelf stuff. Got to pay extra for that kind of action, Cotton. You know, it's good stuff. <laughs> Let's see how it turns out. (laughs) All right, man. Well, we've had the last conversation you and I had, we talked about the Sinclair auction, what we saw happen there with uh, Kyle McMahon from Tractor Zoom and uh, Matt Sullivan. And we sat down and talked about what was going on there. So since then, when uh, Rocky Balboa shocked the world, um, they had a a few more people step up to uh, to the table here and decide that they're going to try to uh, repeat history, and we've got AgPro. Now, for those that don't know who AgPro is, um, the John Deere dealer in Georgia, and they've got places up in Iowa, or Iowa Ohio and Texas. Am I missing anywhere? Florida. Florida, yeah. So I think extreme southern South Carolina. Yeah, so they've got, they're pretty big. I think they're the largest John Deere dealer. In, in, in the United States so um, they've decided that they're going to do something similar that's going to be in August and then Sinclair uh, I'm sorry Sullivan has their regular consignment auction I think just a few days before or after that I can't remember what it is after I believe Casey okay. so they have their typical two day deal that they've got there in um, uh, Hamilton yeah the 27th so it's 10 days after the fact so you're going to see a lot of equipment hit the marketplace in a very short amount of time. The difference between, and this is just my opinion, Aaron, you chime in and tell me what you think. My opinion of this deal here is that 
the Sinclair deal had a bunch of stuff on there that we hadn't seen before, or, or was in high demand anyway, let's put it that way. A lot of uh, late model, low hour stuff, under 500 hour combines, you know, under um, 750 hour tractors, those kind of things were, were popping up more than we'd seen in the past. They still, if you look back in, at the results of that deal, um, the 12s, the 13s, the 14s were bringing the same amount of money that we'd seen in the past. So I guess as, as you as you start taking a look at this stuff here, what's your thoughts on this and putting that much equipment on the marketplace via auction in a 10-day period, especially headed into the, you know, that's, that's when you're going to start seeing what happens you know, in fall, because September is when that, that fall auction run starts to take place and, and towards the end of the year. So I guess what are your thoughts on on those two things kind of colliding together at the same time? I just agree with you. So thanks for thanks for listening to the Moving Iron Podcast. That's Hope you enjoyed our session. <laughs> That'll do it for this edition. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're going to have a different pedigree of equipment. I think that's going to be the biggest factor of it. It'll be it'll be more interesting, at least in my world of continent-wide wholesale. Mm-hmm. I probably have a little more interest in seeing what happens with AgPro than Sinclair, mm-hmm. um, simply for the fact that the different pedigree, a little different flavor of machines... I think that is going to have a bigger industry impact, plus or minus, than Sinclair did. Just because, you know, like you said, Sinclair had a little different stuff than we've really seen. Um, and that, you know, is going to be a little bit of a one-off, a little anomaly, to use big words, on Friday morning. It was huge. That was a big one. It was. I think I mispronounced it too, but we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you get the gist. The yeah. Agpro thing, you know, if they got like some 3,000 hour Georgia tractors on there or something like that, I have not looked to see what they have, but you know, if they got something with some hours on it and it come from the southeast, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out versus eastern Iowa tractors, you know? Yeah. Um, a little more diverse line of machinery too so it'll be it'll be pretty entertaining i don't know that it's going to be you know like a market reset or anything like that it could be another how on earth did they pull that off or it could be another ooh that hurt and then you sort out somewhere between the two big auctions dealer auctions and that's the world we play in yeah there's your floor there's your ceiling somewhere in the middle of that have at it yeah so I pulled up the website here on Sullivan Auctions uh, and just kind of looking through what they have. Looks like the majority of the stuff they have is coming from their Ohio region. Gotcha. And they've got a laundry list of combines on here. Um, everything from a 790 to a 670. So there's there a you go. plethora of stuff in there. And it looks like most of the combines, you know, there's a one, there's a 790 here with um, 2018 790. With 335 engine hours, 231 sap. Um, other, the other four, three, um, 790s are all in that above, um, just just under 500 separator hours. You've got some 
you know, three 250 separator hour, 280 separator hour S780s. You've got some. So then everything you know, I said means nothing because it's the same kind of stuff Sinclair had. Yes, it is. I am awarded no points, <laughs> and may God have mercy on my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. Hey, real quick, yeah. real quick for, yeah. for the loyal, loyal listeners out there. Mm hmm. That 790 you just described with the 231 SEP or whatever. Yep. More or less than the 300 hour 780 from Sinclair. I don't, I think it's, they'll be lucky to get it to the same. I don't think it's going to bring more. So you're saying less? Not only it'll bring the same money, but it'll, it'll be less because it's a 790. See what I'm saying? No, I'm just talking about strictly dollars. Oh, that um, one was like three and a quarter or something. Yeah. So you're saying that or less? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. going to bring. That's why up. I should have picked first because I would have picked less, and then you'd had to pick high, and then I would win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do have one in here though that will be interesting to see to sell. There is a there is a 2017 S680 with 405 separator hours on it. And that's in Worcester, Worcester, Ohio. That's my <laughs> that, and it's a seventeen. Uh, yes. Yeah, that that will be interesting. Actually, they've got two of those. Two of those within the same within thirty hours of each other. So, will it be propped up because it's a last year of a six, or will it not matter? And will it get shoved in with the fourteen fifteen world? Because it's the last of a six. I don't know, man. I, I, that could go either way. It could go either way, but I think it's going to be a, you know, it, it, there's that thing about the series change, and everyone has this this idea that the last year of the series is always the best year to buy it because they've got all the, the bugs worked out, you know. Right. And don't have all those damn electronics in it type of thing, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, that's kind of a moot point at this point. Don't care if it's a seventeen or an eighteen. There's there's quite a bit of electronics in there, right? Um, but I think that'll be. It wouldn't surprise me to see something like that bring similar money to some of these eighteens up here that have got about the same number of hours on them. Because there's see, I would be see, I would probably split with you and say it's going to get lumped in. There's a big big wall between S seven and S six, right? I think that one might be the steal. Because there, there's a there's two nineteen there's a nineteen and an eighteen seven eighty, and both of them have uh, one's got two hundred fifty two sub, one's got two hundred seventy nine sub, and then you jump down to if you know on another class eight combine with similar close close hours to it, there is uh, this seven eighty or six eighty. I'm sorry, is a seventeen with five seventy four engine four or five sub, and there's another eighteen seven eighty. That's got 695 and 505 set. So pretty close to the same hours, um, but just a, a year difference in, in models. So that would be interesting to watch those two sell and see which one, how close they get to each other. Yeah. Because also the buyer that's buying the 780, if I, it's been so long now I can't remember. But there's a, for some reason sticking in my head that the heads were, were different on the 7 Series than they were on the, on the on the six series and there is a no there's a break in there somewhere it might have been older like a like the 17s fit but the 16s didn't or something i can't remember what it was there's something in no there. that's all the same 
Okay, for some reason that's in my head. You can put an 843 corn head on an F780 if well, you wanted to. If, well, I guess if you wanted to, yeah. Cutting my you really like to look at that tin shake and vibrate while you're going through the field. Yeah, that's uh, cutting Milo though. Or we just put all new rolls and deck plates and chains and put yeah. everything on here. Oh shit, we got to run until it collapses now. Yeah. But then you get down to the old faceful down here. You got the 12s and the 13 model S670s with, you know, 1500 separator hours. Um, those are going to do what they do. They, are know. they selling those by weight or by choice? Well, that's what they said. You know, you can sweep the ring, and, and it's just whatever the ton price of time for steel is. <laughs> so. Just don't miscalculate because the scrapyard ain't going to give you shit for them side panels no. or those tires. No. There is there is a 2017 660 on here that's got 290 separator hours on there. So if you're looking for a little combine, that's a that might be a steal. But they got yeah. a lot of man, they that, that, that thing might be the crown jewel of the auction mm -hmm. or an absolute flop. And if it's a flop, that means it is a somebody stole it. They have 11.660s to pick from, so. Man, welcome to the eastern U.S., huh? I'm kidding, right? I was just telling a guy I was working through, and he's from eastern western Kansas, but we were talking combine trade yesterday, and he's got a 690, and looking at going 780, and would rather go 90, but. He's like, eh, we can make an eight work, and that thing's a deal, and we got to talking about combine sizes, and I'm like, he's like, well, you know, I told him what his combine was worth, and he's like, well, how much more is a 90 worth than an 80? And he's got a 12 with 1,500 set, and I said, well, I said, when you get to that age in those hours, quite honestly... It's about a nickel difference between a 70 and 80 and a 90. And uh, he goes, well, that can't be because it does so much more. I said, I get that. But then you're in a market where the guy buying that combine is going up from like a 9660, 9650, 9750. And he doesn't want an 8 or a 9. He probably wants a 7. Yeah. You know, so we, we kind of got off to talking about that. That kind of thing, and you know, it's funny because I got dealer buddies across this country, and some of them 660 is the combine, right? You know, and I feel like we get one in every two years, and when the two years are up, we still have that first one, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then we try to move it, try to move it, try to move it, cut its throat 14 times until it's in pieces, and then. Out of here, yeah. There's there's just pockets of the world where, you know, oh, yep, that's six, that's great, that's what I want. And then, like, out here, it's, what am I supposed to do with that? Where's the rest of it? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I just, if I counted correctly, which that's questionable at best, there's 45 combines on this deal, on this auction. And that's that's exhilarating. Yes, it is. Two, four, five corn heads and two, four, five, six draper heads. And that's a lot of combines and not very many heads. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you've got what I say, like eleven Which heads. It's kind of surprising because Lord knows there are plenty of six twelves in this world. 
Yeah. Yep. So there was two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten tractors on here. And looking at the tractor mix, there is one that stands out quite nice. An ACRX 410 with like two hours on it? No. No, not quite there yet. Not to that Not to that point yet. Um, there's a... <laughs> There's a six a sixty one twenty e with sixty nine hours on it. So that would be that could be a uh, a cornerstone. There's also a sixty one ten r. So if you're looking for a really low hour hundred ten horsepower tractor, there's a two two hundred forty three hour one on that. But when you get to the high horsepower stuff, again, I, I feel like they've got a couple winners in here. They've you've got a a couple. They got a sixteen and a fifteen eight two ninety five r. And well, the two sixteens. So they got one, two, three, four, fifteen, sixteen, fifteen, two sixteens, and a seventeen, eight, two, ninety-five R. All of which have under a thousand hours. The lowest houred one's got eight hundred twenty-four hours. The highest houred one's got nine hundred seventy-two hours. So there could be some good action on those, especially those year that, oh, that yeah. vintage with those hours on there. That might be. That could be. Those things could actually bring close to retail numbers of what I've seen. ILS IV. ILS IVT rigs. I would I would assume, um, based on what I where they're at, I would I would assume that. Um, I doubt they're straight. Yeah, I, and power shift. So. I would. Yeah, I would too. Because I know prior to them being Ag Pro, they always had pretty well spec stuff like our stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be uh, those could be the ones that really bring home some bacon there, just based on what we see happening. Um, with stuff going on around it. A couple of them might even bring home the bacon and the pork chops. They could do that and scramble an egg at the same time. There you go. Just have a nice little nice little presentation. Nice little sit-down breakfast. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but they've got a... <laughs> nice little sit-down breakfast. <laughs> so... There's some stuff on here that's worth watching. I mean, some of these corn heads down here, when you start looking at what they've got for corn heads, um, some 13, 12, 13, I don't know, they're, they're tens. You got some eight rows. You got a 2011 606C. So that's a that's a little little sucker. That's, yeah, that's a rare bird right there. Yeah, and so that, you know, the guy that wants to buy that's going to pay for it. You know what I mean? That's, that's going to be right. No one's going to be holding out on that one. There, if they want a six-row corn head, there, there's the one. So enjoy it. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's your option. And then you've got two six-twelve Cs that are thirteen models, and two eight rows that are six oh eight. So that will be. But they're all twelves and thirteens. So they're the twelve rows are kind of saturated out there, like you know, just like anything else is. But eight rows and six rows, I mean. You don't see too many of those out there. No, no. In fact, I've been doing some eight rows, six oh eight hunting this week, and yep. you know, everybody that I've gotten hold of is like, "Man, we're kind of light on eight rows." Yep, I think that is. And we and we have none, you know, yep. ourselves. So yep. that I I totally get that. You know, and you go out and look on Trash, you look on MF Pro, and you know, there's like. A thousand some six twelve C's out there, right. and then like six oh eights. There's like a hundred and thirty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then get down the Japer heads. There's one, two, three, four forty footers. 
that go from 17s to 14s, and then you've got three 635s, 16s. So there could be some action there depending on condition of those. They're, especially in August, going into soybean yeah, harvest time. Right, you're just right somebody, up into bean yeah. season. Yeah. Then they've those, got a, and them flex drapers, man, they, those those can be a fic, fickle creature too. Very hot and cold, aren't they? I mean, depending on oh, where man. you're at. I wouldn't even say hot and cold. I'd say scorching and freezing, and yeah. there is nothing in between. Scorching and Pluto. That that would be how I, I would describe it. Because it's there. You go. It's either the surface of the sun hot, or you know, we're, we're, we have liquefied methane cold. So it's it's uh right. Then you look at construction equipment. They got a couple. They got three skid steers and a backhoe. So. Or two skid, skid steers. Steer, yeah. Skid steers will bring retail. Oh, look at that. 16, 630, uh, 630. A 16, 330G with 535 hours on it. Oh, that's going to bring some chips. Especially if it's cabinary. That'll that'll bring some money. Right. I, I know a guy who can make that work. <laughs> I also know that guy can't afford it, so. Yeah. I know that guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have more room in his shed. <laughs> I was just going to say, I know that guy too, and the last thing he needs is more damn machinery. Yep, so I guess as you, so let's jump over and look at real quick while we're here, just so we can be aware around it. So this is on the 17th, and on the August 27th is day one. So we've got... Um, auction details here on that their two-day no reserve dealer farm auction and i like how they leave out the word consignment you know what i mean they, they, that's really good marketing on their part Ooh, that's that's a good point that's nice they, they left out the, well, the c word just start they didn't just get up <laughs> yesterday and decide to have an auction company yeah. so <clears throat> yeah that's true there's that <laughs> they don't have anything listed on here yet about about that so it's still pretty early though they've got We've got a right. few days. That I also know how them ham how the auctions on you know on the yard in Hamilton type of deal. Even though I get that that one's going to be internet, but I also know that that shit is like oh hell they're having an auction next week. Boom, lots full. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, you know what? I hit the wrong button. So now now I found it. So you're looking across here, and they've got. Um, they got some older tractors listed so far. They've got Farmall Super M TA2W, uh, two-wheel drive tractor right up your alley, Aaron. There you go. Get you one of them nice internationals that you like so much. I do. I am I am a harvester fan, aren't I? <laughs> World-renowned international harvester love affair. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, oh, here's one. 2004-8120 with 2,000 hours on it. That oh one, goodness! That could be a fight. That that might be a uh, machinery Pete tweet. Yeah, there's a four. Well, it, it will now. Well, yeah, it will be now. Yeah, because because yeah, Greg Peterson's hanging on every words that I have to say. So yeah, he's he is he's just he is with he, bated breath. We better, yeah, we better get we better get some news feed out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he's <clears throat> he's jumping up and down. Now. Yes, uh, he got pointed in the right direction. Now, thank you, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another one too. Greg. Yeah, yeah. There's two of them on here. There's a 2004 with 
2,021 hours and the 2,004 with 2,249 hours. So a couple pair of low-hour ones out there. Yeah. I bet them things are slick as a pin. Probably come from the same guy. Yep. Bought them both at the same time. Yep. And he's just kind of been in neutral since. He kind of, he played his seven, $7 corn game and, well, I've had enough. I'm out. So the, he must have got this one um, a couple of days before he got the other one. But the one with 2,021 hours serial number is 23,280. And the one with 2,249 hours is 23,281. So they are sister tractors. Oh, man. So if you're a collector, See? boom, there you go. Get them. Not only, not only is that going to be a tweet, that's going to be on the show. Yeah, I promise you. That will be on the show. Faux show. That'll be on the show. Yep. If you're looking for a, here you go, Aaron. 2009 Peterbilt 389 semi with a day cab. Yeah. That's what you I need. Do. Do, they also, do they also have a hole in the head and I can just <laughs> do, do a two for one on that? I think you probably could. Yeah. I'm sure you could figure that out. <laughs> 150,000 miles. Low, low miles. Boy, I guess. And then you've got some pickups and some trailers. Seating equipment. I've been waiting to see these. You know what we haven't seen on an auction in a while is a planter. Because, obviously, you haven't seen any. There's no need to put one on the auction. But yeah. I figured there'd be somebody out. Even some retirement cells you're not even seeing planters on there. That's accurate. So I'm waiting to see one of these. Uh, an exact emerge planner get on here or a, a heavily positioned planner get on here and so we could see what the market looks like but you just can't well if you remember in december they they had that 24-0 exact emerge that had fertilizer and tracks and all that remember yeah that's right i do remember that that is correct and it and it was it was a total deal for what it was I remember that. I don't remember what it brought, but I remember it being a total deal for what it was, and at the exact same time, it was one of those you're going, oh, my God, a planter on an auction, and it's that much? Yep. But that's that's where we're at, man. Price that baby out new and add the tracks and add the fertilizer. and Just just sign. Don't look at the bottom line. Just sign the papers and <laughs> go to the field. Just sign here. Sign here on the... The dotted line, which isn't dotted anymore. I don't know why they keep calling it the dotted line. Right. It's, right. it's more of a solid black line. So, Kind of like customers like, now, what's the amount financed? Oh, you don't want to look at that. Yeah. Just go ahead. Here's your payment. Go ahead and sign here. Focus more on the payment. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know John, your financial did 15-year notes. <laughs> well, I think that pretty well takes care of that. What else is out there that you've been paying attention to? Oh man, you know, nothing really. Obviously, been on a big, 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 big combine push. Um, getting quite a few combines moved, and that's kind of that's kind of the world we're in right now. You yeah. know, selling the stuff has been. I would say July in general has been red hot, and I'm not just talking about the thermometer. Stuff has really, really been moving, you know, and it's been very big ticket stuff, not just little stuff here and there. Now, it's got to be a deal and it's got to be right, but 
you stuff people, is... You got people looking. Yeah, yeah, stuff is moving, man. <clears throat> well, that's good. It's a good thing to have when you're selling equipment. Makes it makes it. It is. It is. It, it is substantially better than staring out the window. That doesn't seem to pay very many damn bills. No, it doesn't. Really doesn't. So, all right, man. Well, I think we've hit this one on the head. Anything else you want to throw out there before you before we close this thing down? Not that I can think of. Just if anybody's looking for a deal, call me. I'll do my best. And how would they do please, that? Please buy machinery <laughs> from me. <laughs> How would they do that if they uh, wanted to do something I, like that? If they wanted to reach out and touch someone, mm-hmm. um, I'm very active on Twitter, so a lot of wholesale specials out there. Um, that would be at Aaron Fintail. And also, you can call me or text me, 308-760-1193, and see if we can make something happen. Right on. And you can check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Also check out movingironllc.com for all the latest Moving Iron, I guess, news, if that's such a thing. And then uh, also check out the Global Ag Network and the great podcasters out there. So with that, um, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's go move some iron, folks. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years, you'll find us here.